Well, I gotta say, it's not a good week to have nipples. You've been having a lot of trouble <laughs> Stop. in that area this week. Stop. <laughs> it's so cold! And it's not that cold, considering where we've lived before, but it's cold, and also I'm about to get my period, so overall, don't touch me in the chest ever right now. Yes. I am struggling. I can't even <laughs> sleep on my stomach. This is horrible. This is uh, Nipples with Rachel. I'm Chris. And I'm sensitive. So today, <laughs> we're uploading... Well, it's like literally 6 p.m. on Friday right now. We have had a recording, yeah. We have had a crazy week, so this podcast is going up a little bit later than normal. So we hope you don't mind, but we'll get into that. But it's also they're calling it a snow apocalypse right now in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, like um, we're supposed to get a f- nice frosty uh, four to six inches. They were saying up to eight. Like, in the downtown area. Oh, okay. Up to, like, a foot in, like, the surrounding areas, but... um, Which is not normal for Seattle, let's put it there. This has been the most snow I've ever seen since living here. Yeah, like... In, like, downtown. We already had snow, like, at the beginning of this week, and that was only, like, an inch or two, and it shut down, like... Not shut down, but it, like, severely impacted everything for, like, the following two or three days. Like, schools were being canceled. It's it's just wild. So, if you're a new listener to this podcast, Chris and I are both from Pennsylvania, so we've... We know the snow, you know? Yeah. We, we know her. Every cell of my body right now is trying so hard not to be, like... Don't say, like, don't tell us that it's not a lot of snow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We know it's not. <laughs> we we know, honey. <laughs> um, especially with, like, what? The Midwest was, like, negative 50 degrees or whatever. Yeah, was, like, like, Chicago is, like... Yeah. Yeah, and like, that's just cold. Chicago existing. Like, you Bless know... Bless her. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's cold. I don't even... I haven't experienced. It used to get to, like, negative 15 or whatever. So, like, I know my Canadian listeners right now are, like, eye roll, which we get it. Yeah. It's not a lot. But so it does not snow often in Seattle. Especially in the downtown area. Right. And so when it does, because we're so close to the sea level and everything. And I don't know. Honestly, I'm just pretending (laughs) I understand why. But because of that, there's, like, absolutely no like planning or like I saw anything that happens I thought I saw like there's the Seattle subreddit has been like just filled with like stuff about this and like I think I saw somebody said that the city of Seattle has like I can't verify this has like 40 or 50 snow plows which is like not a lot oh I thought you were gonna say like four I was like honestly and it might have been it was either 20 or 40 one of those two and that's like for all of seattle yeah and that's obviously not a lot but we get snow maybe once or twice a year if that and it's like a light so, dusting like the the maintenance costs to like upkeep a whole fleet of like trucks is like and all the we've salt. just decided against that because of that one or two days when we might get snow so overall, everyone loses their fucking minds, and yeah. it's like bad. Cause like in Pennsylvania, it would snow, and you'd get like a decent amount, and then you'd look out your window like an hour into it, even it's still coming down, and they're already plowing like your normal suburban streets too, like not like these streets which are like in a metropolis, and you'd expect like that stuff to be taken care of. Yeah. And so even here, like there are streets in the middle of downtown that were like not plowed for like a day at least, and it was which, just like a mess. You know is 
Uh, it's definitely a con when like you're trying to fucking go places and it's like covered in ice or snow. But also, the reason why Pennsylvania roads are so fucking horrible is because of how much they get plowed. Is that why? That definitely adds to it. The salt like eats at the road. And but is the, Chicago that and bad? And then the plows, like, are obviously gonna cause shit to happen to the roads. I don't know. It that's a factor. I'm sure it's also because Pennsylvania just sucks in general and doesn't <laughs> like give money to fix roads. Yeah. I'm just saying. So like it helps with us having very nice smooth roads here. But it was just it was just wild like school the first day. Like today I don't think it was a big deal. I mean honestly it doesn't matter that they close school at all because like when they're not plowing the roads. Like I everyone was like people were trying to drive in it and like not everybody has like well first of all like i've seen people dragging them they're like oh my god like well that's what you get for not having like a fucking car that can handle snow it's like people in seattle don't need cars that can handle i can snow. understand <laughs> like, like people that are native to seattle that have only lived here that like don't or like are from a place where there's not a lot of snow like and then just not knowing how to drive in snow is a totally understandable yeah. thing you know no i i completely yeah. agree yeah. i don't know why anyone would have snow vehicle tire situations unless you're like you have a house up in the mountains snow tires fuck up your car man like do easy, they well like if you do it right they shouldn't but it can easily fuck up your car if you do it wrong and it's very easy to do it wrong okay well I don't know anything about that. <laughs> but either way, people were, like, getting in accidents because we – this is part of our fucky week, so we had to have Squeezy. I don't want to get too into it, and I don't want to give details, but, like, Squeezy had some things going on, and we had to take him to, like, a special veterinarian animal hospital situation. To have, yes. like, a special thing done. And so that was supposed to happen on Monday, Monday but it snowed, and, like, we woke up, and I was, like – looking at all the coverage and i was like girl everyone's getting in accidents and we were like going outside of out. the city like a decent amount to where there was like more snow and less plowage so we were like all right we gotta redo this for the next soonest day which was thursday yeah aka the day we normally record now yeah we don't normally record on fridays because i have therapy and i'm usually just like tired and plus it's also kind of like you would get out of work at like five and then yeah, it would yeah. be this late. So you did work today, but you worked from home. My therapist canceled today because they were closed because of the snow. Because it's like if schools are closed, um, like they, closes, they yeah. close too. And like schools have been getting closed too, um, which is understandable because like they're not, they don't plow great. I know. <laughs> or they don't have enough or whatever. But like this is supposed to be like very different, like, they were saying for now it's like tonight into tomorrow and like for most of the day tomorrow we're supposed to get like four to six inches speaking for downtown seattle yeah up to a foot outside and it's then, like our friends in olympia are like getting hit a lot worse yeah. today and ours is like melting right now yeah ours is melting right now because the temperature i saw actually went above freezing so obviously it's coming down as rain right but now it's gonna it's gonna fucking but it's all going to freeze and it's going to be really bad and then there's talks of just like this kind of like pattern is kind of going to sit here and like nothing's really going to change. So there's the potential for like another two or maybe three more like smaller systems to come through over the next like week. 
and just dump more snow on us. I'm not ready for that. So like, that's not like as confident in like, this, luckily, you know, but like we had plans this weekend that we had to cancel, which really fucking sucks. And luckily next week, I don't really have anything going on that luckily, I like, need to go anywhere. I can work from home when I need to because my office is gonna like close or something. But like, mm, I'm not loving it. it. Just also, sucks. I should make a point that Squeezy is fine and everything went great. It was yeah. just extremely stressful this week, and I didn't want to talk about it until everything was over because I don't need opinions. Yeah. <laughs> and that's but, why I'm being uh, vague as shit. Like, if I had a kid, I'd be the same way. He is my child. But he's fucking fine, by the way. That's why just, this podcast is later is because that just took the whole day, and we were exhausted. And like, Yeah, we didn't get him until, like, 9 p.m. And then yeah. it was like we dropped him off at 8 and we woke up we at were, like we were there six. for a few hours and, and i couldn't like, sleep the night before i was like so i had like a panic attack and i was just like so we fall asleep at one listening to a podcast finally fall asleep and then like and i didn't even realize it was an hour later like i wake up and i'm like i'm gonna throw up that's how like anxious i was and then i go into the bathroom with my phone and i'm just like kind of sitting there and then i look and it's like 2.30 and I'm like <laughs> I look at it like 10 times I'm like there's no fucking way I've only been asleep for an hour so it's just been like one of those weeks this week has been really weird and like I've been losing my place in like what day it is and what I need to do because of like I've not been going to the office for work and so that kind of like throws me off a little bit because I'm like lost on what day it is and then also we had this stuff going on with Squeezy and all the snow and everything so it's been it's been a week. It's been a fucky week. I'm honestly not even mad about the snow because I really need a rest. <laughs> yeah, I want this weekend to kind of like chill so that way next week, barring everything is okay, we can just like get back to our normal life and routine. Yeah. I got all of my work done that I needed to get done because I'm, you know, I had stuff that I wanted to order. Like I have prints for Pisces and I needed to get them done so that they could be ordered and be here in time before I post about Pisces season at the end of the month and like... All these things, so I got all my fucking work done, despite, like, this weird, hectic, stressful week. And then I'm just fucking chilling this weekend, bitch. Yep. I'm excited. (laughs) It's kind of cozy in here right now. It's kind of cool to see the glass ceiling with all the snow on it. Yeah. Even though now it's melting because it's raining, but... Yeah, right now we have the... I closed the windows off to our glass room because it was, like... we were getting cold in there. We were getting a fucking gust of cold air sitting at our table, and I didn't want to be cold recording this show, which, by the way, you took a nice sip of the coffee. This is, uh... This is Pike Place coffee. I knew it tasted different. It's different. Yeah, no, it's not the Trader Joe's that we really love. It's because... That's the one thing we did not get to fill up on before the snow. No. Yeah. But, Rip. honey, we got salt and vinegar chips. <laughs> We're good. We can beat this. <laughs> With enough salt and vinegar, anything is possible. That's the team. motto of life. <laughs> um, so, what else? Okay, so the Super Bowl was last week. Oh, my God. It was, like, right after we recorded, obviously. So, we don't get to talk about these. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. That was last weekend. Shit. Okay. Um, so, we went to Allie's and Chris's. Allie is one of the hosts of the beautiful podcast, Into the Twilight. We've talked about that many times here before. What a wonderful show. And, like, none of us were into sports, but we just kind of wanted to watch, like, the halftime show and then just hang out. And that halftime show <laughs> was uh. something. SpongeBob, you know, that's all I gotta say. They did Stephen Hillenburg dirty. Um, Jada Goshi said it was sponge baiting. It and really I felt was. that. It really was. Um, I, like, 
I was looking around on the internet and just like so many people, that was like the top thing was just like, like either half the people would be like, oh my God, SpongeBob was featured. Like, like they actually did it at all. They actually did it. And then the other half of the people would be like, what the fuck? That was like three seconds of nothing. It was just like, weird. Like they didn't even say like a in memoriam. I yeah. was kind of expecting like at least his name to pop up, Steven. I think that like they probably only showed like a few seconds just because like they didn't want to be like, they had oh, to pay for it. Oh, well, yeah, that, but also like football, like these people don't know what fucking these Sponge stupid for pussies. I'm here yeah, for pigskin. Yeah, <laughs> cartoons, man. What are those? And so I feel like it would have been less weird if they actually showed the whole thing, including the concert at the Super Bowl they that they fucking like do. A, like they didn't even have to do it during the halftime show. They could have done it like almost like as a commercial break, pregame. I don't yeah, know. pre. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Either way, it was fucking trash. Also, Maroon Five, Adam. Honey, you're not good live, brother. But also, I don't know the circumstances. He seemed nervous. Yeah, seemed I've very never nervous. done this. I can't say. But like when you're up against like past performances like Lady Gaga and Beyonce, and then you have that mess. It was just like there were so many cringy moments, and then I rewatched like Lady Gaga's performance, which was like just all of her hits. She's got hella costumes, hella dancers, lit stage. It's so seamless. There's no like awkward weird moments there's nothing like questionable happening that you're like why is this person on stage why are these people singing together where did this choir come from and it's just like you know why also adam levine's nipples are the only ones allowed yeah double standards just love classic sexism it was just it was a good time not at all actually (laughs) once uh i couldn't tell you one i'm assuming it's the patriots right yeah once the uh, halftime show is over, we played Mario Party. Yeah, we literally <laughs> turned it up. We were like, all right, I guess that's good. <laughs> and some VR games. Yeah, we got to try that out for the first time. That was fun. I, I will still never do like a spooky VR game, but... I don't know if I could handle a spooky VR game because like, even playing something like Alien Isolation, like really spooky games that are just a regular video game and not something that's VR, I can't I can't play that game because okay. I'm too fucking nervous. There was a part in the latest episode of Life is Strange where Daniel, like, plays a trick and, like, you see someone at the door, but it's just him, like, using his telepathy or whatever to, like, hold a sheet up yeah, in front of yeah, the door. Yeah. That scene alone made me scream. <laughs> Because yep. I was just not expecting to see a figure, and it was so spooky. And that's like, I mean, you nothing. fell out of your chair like with a jump scare from Pretty Little Liars the other day. So what jump scare? When like the uh, the ghost of a certain mother is in the oh, door. Yeah, <laughs> that was just I forgot. So I totally blacked out from like season five and season six like those are the two that i just don't remember very much yeah but and so i was not expecting that you get spooked you know also we're about to start we just finished season six of pretty liar so we're about to start the final season and that's perfect timing because that new show starts in march and yeah yes so how are we how did you feel actually this is great how did you feel about also pretty little liar spoilers if you care Charlotte being the second A. Charlotte CC Charles. Yeah, I um I understand that like they were trying to take a plot from the books and like change, change it. it. 
Uh, so that way book readers didn't know, you know? Yeah. Um, they kind of, you'll see when you watch the rest, it's like that's that plot in the book, it's like half used on Charlotte, half used on you were just introduced to Mary Drake, who clearly looks like Mrs. De Laurentiis, and you're like, what the fuck? They kind of like take that plot and split it into two avenues. So you'll see. This, this new part, this future part, it seems like they were like, okay, we're... We didn't know if we were going to get renewed or not. We're renewed, so we have to come up with a plot fast, and we're just going to yeah. throw this together. And It's a mess, brother. Do tons of exposition through uh, flashbacks that make no sense. I still um, think that they should have ended it like 6A before, yeah. and then like do a time jump though, like the five years later, and do like a little like... I mean, how do the, it the Fosters. Yeah, the, the Fosters, Fosters, they get you like... You know, they could have like a little like spring break. We're all in Rosewood again. I don't fucking yeah. know. And then they're all like catching up, and they're like, "Emily, what's up with your life?" And blah blah blah. Yeah, but um, I think that it was not a great choice to have a trans character be the uh, main villain, and like um, the most fucked up villain that they've had, arguably. Like this person killed, this person yeah. like tortured, and then they make that character trans. And, and I know that was like the everyone's biggest complaint and i still think it's so fucked up yeah and i mean they did that like just because it's like you would never expect like you're expecting you're expecting a man this entire time they're calling him charles yeah but meanwhile like we have people with like unisex names like spencer anyway so i don't know why we gendered a before we knew you know yeah i don't fucking like also why does it matter but whatever you get me. I think that, like, I didn't predict it. So, so there's that. There's that. But also, I f- was underwhelmed by getting that answer. Yeah. Like, and then, like, the exposition of just, like, there's an episode where, like, everything's explained the season of answers. And, like, um, <laughs> it just felt like, you know, what's all Like, the, when they revealed Dan. All of these shows, it's like, they do tons of shit and then when they have to get an answer to it all they like try and shoehorn in a answer as best they can and if they can't answer something they just leave it go that's why like if i were to write a show like this where there is a mystery that needs to be solved at the end and especially if it's someone's identity I would have that person chosen in the very beginning and have it all like ready so that way it's not like this weird thing like in, especially Gossip Girls like the one that comes to mind the most because you know that they didn't pick Dan at first. I think that like it would be obviously this like could never happen because they don't know how well a TV show is going to do but it would be so great if shows could just like have a set number of seasons that they need to tell a story that they want to tell a mini series and then (laughs) just like do that and that's it of course they want to extend things if they do really popular the vampire diaries extended after nina dobrev left and like that was probably not the best choice it wasn't great but like i still i still loved it but um yeah i mean there were certain things that happened in that final season or it was two seasons that she was gone for they just had her pop in at the end I just think that it would be a lot better if, like, shows just had a set number of, like... They they think of the story. Because I think of shows like Pretty Little Liars and Vampire Diaries and Gossip Girl that, like, they just didn't think through the plot through all the seasons that they had and they couldn't find an answer. And then you have shows like The Departed that were so good 
and then they didn't get enough time to actually go through all that they wanted to and they had they wrapped up what they could very well and answered all of your questions but it's just like they were rushed but they were rushed and they could have done so much more and it makes me mad that that was so well planned and like so much shit worked in that and then they didn't get enough time to finish it but then like fucking pretty little liars gets a thousand seasons and they're just like let's make something up that doesn't make sense yeah I'm trying to think also like Dexter, like, cause there's so many things like you want, you want him to be caught. You want like certain things to come out that affected the plot. You wanted like justice for certain characters that got killed off because of this secret. And then they ended it in such a shitty way because they wanted to leave the door open for a spinoff. Let's just say that. I think that like overall, if I had to pick one show, they'd let me down the most. It would be Dexter. It's always the one that comes to mind. The greediness of wanting to milk a established franchise as much as possible is the biggest downfall of any TV show or movie series or, or like whatever. media in general. Yeah, it is the biggest downfall because, like, you can't tell. I feel like you can't tell like the best possible story when you're also thinking about how long you have or like or how where, many where you could branch off into another or, yeah, or how thing. you can split this off into even more it just sucks. like a spin-off for Dexter could have been like just a another like detective show about Miami and it could have had nothing to do with him but like it could have just been like fucky stories that are happening in Miami and it could have just been starring I honestly forget most of the police people's names at this yeah. point because it's been so long but you know i'm talking about yes. like all of those boys and like that's how they could have had a spin-off kind of like i'm thinking about like you know with harry potter like at least they're doing a prequel like but harry they could have just t- taken like a total spin to like hey actually let's just have a fucking series about what's going over at a uh, Bo batten I know, like, Harry Potter is great because, like, it's a whole universe that, like, there's a story that has a complete arc that, like, was now is being destroyed after the fact by a whole bunch of different information that's being released later on. We're not going to get into that. But, like, <laughs> it was just, like, a full story that was complete. And that's then why it's I like, love Twilight. You know, they didn't really uh, fuck, fuck up, up the perfect story that made complete sense. Yeah. There were no inaccuracies or any weirdness. <laughs> you know, they never really touched such a beautiful story <laughs> um, i mean technically they gave you like a weird book that was like the life the short life of brie tanner or whatever her yeah. fucking name was yeah it's just that like the harry potter universe you have like a million other stories that you can tell in that and you can honestly milk that franchise for so much fucking content because there's so many really interesting things to talk about and that's but- why with like vampire diaries the originals that was, a, I mean, I didn't love the originals. I liked them when they were in the Vampire Diaries, but I kind of fell off the bandwagon of that spinoff. Yeah. But I know people really liked it, and it ended up having, like, six seasons. And Now the originals, I've, I personally am not liking the originals. The or Legacies? I'm, oh, my God, Legacies. I'm not liking Legacies at all, and I feel like it's kind of just, like, massacring the fucking Vampire Diaries universe and lore. Yeah, that one I'm not, like, yeah. into. I'm here for the Easter eggs, but, like, I'm not loving it so i've like kind of stopped watching but like i think that like all these that's why like the originals was better because it was just like the same timeline yeah legacies is in in the future but it's like there are characters that are still alive that should be around Mm -hmm. theoretically so it's kind of fucking with your perception of like what would have happened to the characters after what you saw 
Like, especially when, like, Elena's now living in her human timeline, like, where she would be. Like, you really don't think she'd be, like, hanging out with a lark? So, like, yeah. having this fucking other show is, like, fucking with where you would ex- imagine the characters to be doing, you know, while they're still alive. I think that, like, with these super established series and, like, universes and stuff, it would be so cool if people could just, like, hire from, like, fanfic areas. Because, (laughs) no, I'm serious, though, because those people that are, like, super into series and, like, know every aspect of lore and, like, write really good, like, fictions. So Mal should have written The Crimes of Grindelwald. Crap. Yes! Mal would have written and a Mal fantastic Crimes of Grindelwald. And like, fucking salty raisin to be hired. Exactly. So. <laughs> but I'm serious, though. Like, those are the people that are, like, so deep into the universes that they end up writing really good shit on their own that they just post online. And that's the shit that would make for really good shows. And even though, like producers probably like oh this is not fucking like click clickbaity enough for like these reasons and it's not gonna get enough views like i feel like people would watch i, I imagine things. that with like certain franchises like there's gonna be like game of thrones you know harry potter lord of the rings the hunger games like they may be like i feel like now it's like dead like no one's remembering yeah. that the hunger games existed yeah. but when it was hot it would have been a good one to have like another spinoff anything in those dystopia is kind of dead right now dystopia is dead it's yeah. because we're living it yes um, <laughs> i'm just kidding um i don't know i feel like if they came back with like a prequel to like how the games started like the very first game so the or, first games with haymitch and actually be he wasn't the first or i mean like you know his games his the first games, games yeah, that would i don't be know a, that would be a good single book and like movie it's just haymitch's games yeah that would be cool something like that would be cool I don't fucking know. I just really enjoy when, like, these big universes, this is, like, especially, like, fantasy and, like, sci-fi and, like, dystopian stuff where it's, like, these made-up universes and stuff where, like, they, like, really try and keep it, like, making sense and not just destroying everything with, like, a whole bunch of spinoffs and stuff. Yeah. I just appreciate a really good story and world that makes like sense. Like with the Lord all of the, the Rings, time. they did the main story and then they I mean, it wasn't great that they did three movies out of one small book, but at least it was just that fucking book. And they pulled other shit from uh, like, Tolkien's other writings. Right. So it's not like And they're supposed to be coming out with a Game of Thrones spin off. No they idea have what like that's seven spin offs that they're piloting right now, like it's ridiculous they're gonna do so much with that they're just trying to sell those funko pops that's the tea yeah man if dexter was still on when funko was around they would have already had that fucking spinoff you don't think there's already (laughs) you don't think they have dexter funkos i I don't know no one likes that show anymore because they ruined it which fucking sucks every single other person i've ever talked to that watched dexter is like i hate that i hate and it it makes me so mad everybody was so good everybody always says just watch until the end of season four and then stop but then there's like there are some aspects of later seasons that i did like i like when spoiler alert he gets caught at the end of season six by his sister yes i forget her name i don't like what then they (laughs) what they do with that then is just like where it goes all downhill but i love that he got caught that was the best season finale ever was just like that shock moment and then just black screen that's it i know so good 
Yeah, I don't really remember anything else other than Every- that. And I liked Laguerto like kind of getting on his shit and like yeah. getting. Then they fucking don't do anything with that. Oh, it still makes me so mad. Like one day I kind of want to watch through it again. But every time I think about it, I think about how badly I was burned. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let us know. What was the most burned you ever were by a show, especially a series? Or a piece of media that, like, ruined something for you. Because I've seen, like, you know, there will be, like, movies that you're, like, super excited about because you watch the trailer and then you realize when you see the movie that the best parts were what you already saw in the trailer and that everything else was terrible. I saw, like, Sarah Hawkinson was saying that that new movie that came out for Netflix with Jake Gyllenhaal, Velvet something... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's Bella Chainsaw? Yes. Yeah. She was saying that, like, if you already watched the trailer, you already saw the best parts. Like, she was pretty disappointed. Like, I know that that's happened to me before with other mm-hmm. things I can't really remember, but... Yeah. I don't know. Let us fucking know. Or even book series. I feel like I have a tendency to be less let down by, like, the end of a book, but... Yeah, book series seem to, like... You have more time. You, you have more time, and you're not, like, restricted to, like... With, like, TV, it's, like, you have to have a new season every year. Or and you else gotta you're got to fit fucking... it into, like, 50 minutes in a finale or well, maybe a two-hour series finale. Like, you know when there's a Grey's Anatomy series finale, that'll be a two-hour special. Oh, yeah. It's going to be, like, a literally an entire day That's special. one. Private Practice was a great spinoff. I yeah. never watched Station 19. It's 19? 18? Uh, yeah, 19, I think. I never watched that, but I mean, I have no idea. I just don't care at this point to get invested in another spinoff. But I liked, obviously, I watched Private Practice because it's Addison. Duh. Yes. So, and that was actually and that's, very good. Yeah, and then, I mean, from there, we have now um, Amelia on Amelia, the show. Amelia, yeah. And, like, oh my God, that show was so much darker. Like, you think Grey's Anatomy can get fucked up? Like, that show was so dark. Like, the shit that they did on that was wild. Mm-hmm. And I can't even believe that they allowed the one thing that I'm thinking about with Violet to air on TV. Yep. <laughs> like, that really, was really something. It's like the, and <laughs> yeah, it was fucked. Anyway, cool. I love media. Good talk. It's media. <laughs> <laughs> Before we head into the second half of the old show, I think it's you know pertinent that we bring up that there's a certain rumor going around that a certain game that we really enjoy in this household might be coming out in April. And that game, you ask, is Animal Crossing for the Switch. Okay. So Chris told me about this rumor, and then I researched it. And Chris found out about this rumor because one of you lovely people tweeted it at us. Oh. (laughs) Well, then even better. Yes. Um... Even if it's true, I'm terrified. So I'm just not gonna be like excited until I it's confirmed that the it's happening. The rumor is that it would come out in April with a, an announcement of that happening in February. Yeah. So the reason why they think that this is happening is because a couple of people went to like game video game stores in the UK, and that's the that's the part where I'm kind of like, aren't video games released sometimes different dates in different countries like that? Yes, it's typically though the UK is later than the US. So typically. oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So they were like asking if they could pre-order it, and then the people that worked there were saying that like they could. They some of them were actually allowed to pre-order it. Yeah. Which is wild. I don't know how that works. And then they were saying that like it's supposed to be released game- in April. Now GameStop, as soon as a game is announced, GameStop will let you put money down towards a game, even if there's no date yet. Oh. They, they'll let you put money down towards it. Fucking yeah. GameStop. 
it could come out in like a year from now and like there's no date or anything but what if they don't even have a price they assume that like you can put down as much money as you want with a minimum of five dollars i think so like if you you get a copy it's like you're putting a down payment on it exactly and then you can pay that off at any point up until it actually releases so if you just give them five bucks and say hey put one of these on hold for me then it's like there you go You're, you're reserved weird yeah I don't know. Are we going to get a digital or a physical copy of that game? I just like digital. I like, know. Me it's, too. It's, it won't get scratched. That's where you I'm can at. pre like you can pre-order digital stuff and then you can pre-download digital stuff so that way like it's just like it unlocks at the time and mm-hmm. then you're good to go. But we're absolutely due for Nintendo Direct. I've been saying that I think whatever one is next is going to be like all about Animal Crossing cuz the last one at this time of year was Smash. Last year was all about Smash. And they went into, like, the most excruciating detail. I want, like, them zooming in on the different, like, villager models and being like, this yep. is what we added. Like, O'Hare now has even more Hawaiian flowers on his shirt. And <laughs> the texture of Kurt's Band-Aid on his forehead has been given a little bit of an update. Like, yes. that's what I want. <laughs> but I heard that we're supposed to get a trailer in February, and I... Well, whenever they announce that they're having a Nintendo Direct, I am fucking canceling my entire like anything that could be happening during that time i will be there for it live bitch i i think that it makes perfect sense because their e3 one that they do is like they never just do a game specific one they just talk about a lot of different things but they might spend more time on one game yeah they spent more time on smash again like at that one but like it's due for this to be at their e3 if it's not already out yeah, like they, I think... That's why I'm shook. I thought they, this was going to be a holiday game. They have, that's what a lot of people have been saying too, but they have, like their big games that are coming out this year are Yoshi, which is coming out in March. I'm so excited. They Yoshi's ha- Crafted which, World. Which, that's the one reason why I don't feel like Animal Crossing would come out in April, because it's coming out, Yoshi's coming out at the end of March. And they're like, that's for like the same the, crowd. That like targets the same-ish demographic, but also... They could do it because now that they have an app and, like, this Animal Crossing appeals to the extreme casual gamer. The gamer that that is, like, has the device that's mobile. Yoshi is more of, like, I would do that on a TV screen. It's more of, like, for the platformer that likes cute stuff. They tend to do... Two things Nintendo does now is that they have said that they hate fucking announcing games like two years in advance now because they did that one time and then now like you know metroid or metroid 4 got canceled and they're starting over again and like a whole bunch of things so they like don't want to do that anymore their thing is like we're going to announce a game when we have it like done and and it's ready to go in like three months so like when was it announced they just did like they only just gave us the Yoshi release date like in January and they just tweeted it they were like yo by the way this is fucking coming out when was that direct where they had that was e3 was that e3 that was e3 yeah it was the end of the e3 because they were talking about smash and they're like hey isabel's fucking here because like i was saying that like i thought it would be a holiday game i think because it's like a huge title it's the first animal crossing game for this new console that's like everyone's new favorite and, and like yeah animal crossing like people will be like oh my god that's just like for girls like it's not and also it's like still one of their most popular titles there's their like sells. flag i know it, it does sell and it's going to be like a huge game for them especially with pocket camp 
like being a thing. And they also um, are rumored to have a Switch that's like a special Animal Crossing design, which I know, like if people have been holding out on getting a Switch, people are going to immediately get the bundle that comes with the game and it comes with the cute themed Switch console. Yeah. I'm even considering getting it even though we already have a Switch because like <laughs> I feel like, you know, with my DS, like you can be still using the TV also, and like, stuff. Also like I might also want to play Animal Crossing like myself and like just have my own fucking town. I don't know how it works because like on a th- on a 3DS it was like one person had to town and then like if you made somebody else on there like you would move into that town that already exists and you're not the mayor and stuff. Yeah. I don't we have no idea what this game is like but like I don't I want, want you to have like I'll, your own I would want to fucking have the whole fucking experience if I like if it's the same type of thing. Yeah. But um the big games that Nintendo is doing this year, which they've also said they have big games that are coming out that they haven't even said anything yet that are coming out in 2019. That they have never announced yet, but... What the, the fuck? I know. That's going to be E3. So... That they'll announce stuff. They have Yoshi coming out. Pokemon. We, there's Pokemon, which is absolutely going to be the November, December, like, holiday game. That has to be. Because they only, they just had a Pokemon game, like, last November, so I think they're going to want to wait, like, a, a nice chunk of time before uh, they put that There's something about that that screams, like, has to be holiday It's, game. like, for the hardcore gamer, and so it's, like, for the holiday time. Like, like everyone's like, going to be asking for that. And I feel like, even though Animal Crossing is very, like, there's seasons... <laughs> I think, debatably, everyone's favorite season of Animal Crossing is spring because of the pink trees. My guess would have been a May or June. I feel like it's going to be a summer, late spring, early summer release because they wanted to make a splash. <laughs> they, I think they released Pocket Camp. No, that was winter. Pocket Camp was winter, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I still think that, though, because, like, they have know. Luigi's Mansion 3, which is right. huge. There hasn't been a game in that in, like, 10 years. And so that, I think, would come out around Halloween time because And this sense. is, like, a Pokemon Pokemon game. This isn't, like, Let's Go Eevee and shit. Yeah, that, it's, like, a full... Full-ass game. Yeah, and then Luigi's Mansion is a scary... I say in air quotes, scary game. It's, like, a haunted game. So, like, it's... I think that would work well in, like, the September-October time. Yeah. Of course. And then I think Animal Crossing, I think May. Personally, that's what I would say. I feel like April's too soon after Yoshi. But either way, that's either way, way I'm sooner still than expected. Yoshi and too. Yeah, as soon as, like, we're playing Odyssey right now and may or may not be done with that by the time Yoshi comes out. Not it's, collecting it's, everything. It's at the end of March, so I don't know. Like Collecting everything? I'm still not even close to finishing Red Dead. I know. I'm so stressed. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not stressed, but like... There's just there's, so many I don't have I enough love. time to like finish games anymore, and I know, it sucks. It's really but sad. whatever, that's being 27 now, so I don't give a fuck. But uh, yeah, I... That's why I'm trying to stream more, because it's like, it gives me a reason to actually dump time. Speaking of, like, yeah, you're having a time that, like, every week that you're playing a game that, like, you want to. Yeah, Tuesdays at 5 PST. I'm thinking I might start streaming soon, because I also, like... We need capture equipment. We need capture equipment, but, like, also, for, like, the time being, I could just use a shit that we've always been using. Because I'm going to get sick of only doing Sims. 
But, and I'm going to want to do, oh, my God. Well, when Animal Crossing comes out, I want to be able to stream that. Yeah, yeah. Because I've had requests to do that when I was just doing New Leaf on my DS, and I know that that's more of a pain in the ass. Yes, yeah. But regular Animal Crossing on a Switch, you guys hanging out while I fucking garden and crap? Oh, People my God. People do Switch games. Like, Smash is one of the top stream games on Twitch. I know. So, like, you know I like, want to do it. It would be so relaxing. I would watch an Animal Crossing stream. But I think that... I'm going to start streaming soon just because, like, it gives me, like, a set time where, like, I'm going to play, like, just something fucking... Whatever you whatever want. Whatever I want to. Um, I don't know when I want to do it. I'm kind of thinking, like, Monday because that's really the only really I good know. day out of the week that Literally I could. Literally the only day of the week that we have left. <laughs> yeah, it's the only day of the week left. Um, like, and then maybe on the weekends, like, it would be fun to, like, hop in and, like, play some stuff i'm trying to stream on sunday by the way so when you guys are if you guys are listening to this like on friday or saturday i am trying to stream this sunday which is if today is the 8th that's the 10th yes so i don't know what time yet but i'll tweet so make sure you're following me on twitter which is just rachel whitehurst i don't know if i'm gonna play sims again or if i'm gonna do something with chris because you're here um it was because i didn't stream on tuesday this week because i had a fucking week we both have like games that like we want to play together, like, on stream, and so we'll figure out, like, who's going to stream it and, like, you know, yeah. who, when and what we want to do and everything. But I will tweet on my Twitter if I come up with a solid I'm doing this day and time. I feel time. like Monday is a good day. Yeah. And no offense. like, Rachel t- took over the Coffee with Rachel uh, Twitch and like just rebranded it as Ruble. Yeah, it's um, just twitch.tv slash Ruble. I will, again, so I'll let you know what I'm going to be. I, I don't know yet. Like, I have to come up with everything. Are you going to be but, cross? Um, no, I think I might actually use my Hub Glacier account. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've, I'm going full circle here. Wait, the one that's like with. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I like that. You know, I, that's I, like your fucking I, moniker that you've had for how I like, long? A decade? I'm kind of like... Longer? In, oh, longer, yeah. Yeah, when did you get your first Xbox? That, I've been using that moniker as like, that was like my aim. That was your aim username? One of my multiple, I had a What was your other one? Mine uh, was Pretty Penguin 22. God, this is so... That was like elementary, is, middle school, and then... This is very Eric Foreman of me. It was Mr. Roboto, which is a stick song. I <laughs> actually... You are him. It's so <laughs> fucked up. Uh, if yeah. you were to switch Star Wars with Harry Potter... I'm Eric that's Foreman. That's you. Yeah. but And when I had red hair, I was Adana. I... Yeah, no, I've been using Hub Glacier since the eighth grade. That's so fucked up. So I love that I'm trying to take myself back to that. Yeah. I mean, it's better than... I dropped has... a, I dropped the 46 off because I'm just like, that's lame. It's just Hub Glacier now. Yeah, like, fuck 46. Yeah. I don't know. That has longevity, though. It's a real place. It has to do with your last name. You love glaciers, and it's a real glacier. Yeah. Mine, Pretty Penguin 22, I still love penguins, but, it, you know, it didn't have a longevity. That yes. was, like, my very first email that I ever had. <laughs> and then after that, I changed, I rebranded in, like, middle school. To... I rebranded in middle school? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I went to, if you guys remember the A-List book series, very early 2000s. Like, 
extreme trash novel. I couldn't even tell you what the plot was. <laughs> I just remember I went to Florida and I had one of those books at like, you know, you go to like the little, oh, that was when I got lost in the airport and they had to page me. And that was the book I was picking oh up God. in that bookstore in the airport. Yeah. And it was the A-list series. And so my username was pure A-list and like, it was like A-list you know, underscore X3. Why was everything X3? I couldn't tell you. I, for the longest time. I would see that, like, from you, and I was like, I don't know what this says. <laughs> like, I can't read this. What? Where did you see that? I don't remember. Like, I don't. I, I've maybe I had an email. Yeah, I think you had. Very an, early I think on. you had an email, and I'm just like, I don't know what this says. And I'm then so confused. I <laughs> then I rebranded again to a really random Death Cab song, Styrofoam Plates, and it was like Styrofoam underscore plates, and yeah. that, and that was it. And it's obscure, you know. And then I was like. A series. I had a series of John Green references. Yeah. And then it was just my fucking. And of course, that's where the uh, whole like internet shit popped off from was when you were doing John Green stuff. I know, and I still have it like in my brain that like he was mad. (laughs) Yeah. It's just so funny that every time like you get like these kind of like generic auto emails being like. Hey there, I called Ambrosio. Like, yeah, it's so random. I'm like, I, that is that's been dead for like a really long time because I ended up changing my. You YouTube. were 87 days before, and then you were Rachel Wires after yeah, that. Yeah, like. and then I changed my, I changed my YouTube like pretty early. Like I would say, like I don't know, like 2012 or 2013. Yeah. So it's like when I still get emails like that, I don't know how I'm on like some database, but like I just got an email the other day that was like, we love your channel and. Every single time I get one of those, I want to take a screenshot of the fact that my YouTube channel has literally nothing on it <laughs> and just email them back and be like, really? What's your favorite video? But like, I also don't want to be petty and I don't have time for this shit, but yeah, it's just funny. But yeah. So I think that I'm going to mull over this uh, Twitch channel over the weekend and I'll tweet on Chris considers for now. Yeah. Um, you, it's like you are weird though. Cause you have like your Chris considers. I like and then you have hub. I know, like, I... Just change your Twitter. I kind of want to change my Twitter because Chris Considers is just... It's it, dead. It, it's dead. It was the YouTube channel that never was meant to be, and I still use that email, too. Like, is Cross taken on Twitter? Hold up. Because that would be funny. I well, would, if I'm going to do Hub Glacier as, like, a Twitch name and stuff, like, then I'm just going to use that. Wow, it's but, taken, and they haven't done anything since 2009. Wow. Jack Antlers, fuck you. This is something that, like, every, every like, place where you have a username should do is, like, if you have a username that you want and then you go to that and it's taken and it hasn't been used in, like, five years. You can, like, years, put in a claim and then put Twitter in a request, Yeah, it. and they'll delete and, like, give it to you. It's just fucked up because, like, Instagram deletes and YouTube, they delete unused accounts or whatever, and that's why you lose followers and clusters because they do that. Yeah. So I don't know why Twitter has... Twitter, like, never cleans, which yeah. is... I mean, they don't even clean I mean, that's Nazis, very... Yeah, that's so, very apparent from the Nazis that are on there, but... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, cool. Anyway, uh, yeah, with that, let's go to some ads and then a quiz and questions. All right. This week of Coffins with Crotchum is brought to you by Zola.com, which is the wedding company that will do anything for love. You know, this is February. It's the month of Valentine's Day, the month of love. Is that a thing? I don't know. We got know. squeezy this month, and that's the month of love for me. 
But if you get proposed to in this month, you might want to consider planning your wedding with Zola.com. You can join over 500,000 couples who've used Zola, and Zola takes the stress out of wedding planning with free wedding websites, your dream wedding registry, affordable save-the-dates and invitations, and easy-to-use planning tools. Honey, there's over 100 beautiful wedding website designs to choose from that fit any couple's style. And you can be really cute, and you can add photos and stories of how y'all met, even though people really honestly don't care. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I care about how you met. What was your meet cute? Comment down below. (laughs) You can have a one-stop shop for all of your guests to get all the information for your your wedding, an FAQ, the dates, where they can register for things, and then you just link your registry. Then you can get access to items from top brands like Cuisinart and Sonos and Airbnb. So if you are planning a wedding soon or you know someone in your life that's planning a wedding, you might want to check it out. So you can start your free wedding website and also get a $50 code off your registry for Zola going to Zola.com slash CWC. That's Z-O-L-A dot com slash CWC. And that's to, again, start your free wedding website and also get that $50 credit for your registry. Today's podcast is also brought to you by AdamandEve.com. And you guys know Valentine's Day is coming up, so this is the best time. To get your buzz on, am I right? (laughs) We have an amazing offer for you guys. We know we've given a lot of free mystery gifts that we still don't know what they are. Yeah, we're constantly hyping up these mystery gifts. And they were just like, yo, for Valentine's Day, we're just going to fuck y'all all up. And we're going to do shit. a lot of shit. So you guys get 10 different things. All right, you ready? So you're getting 50% off of one item at checkout. Like that's the first thing. That's like the main thing. But then on top of that, you're getting free shipping. First of all, you're getting six free movies, six of them, six. And you're also getting (laughs) a a free mystery pack with three items for everyone. Not a mystery gift, a mystery pack, because there's more than one this time. Wow. There's three things in there, all mystery. We don't know what they are. So spice up your life in February. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you could start now in January, but like, new year, new vibe, breeder. And... (laughs) You know, it's all just going to be a great time. And even if you're not seeing someone else... Get something for yourself. Please do. Because yes. that's that's the rule that I live by, and that's fine. So if you want to get this stuff, go to adamneve.com and use code CWC at checkout. Again, for 50% off of one item plus free shipping, six free movies, and three mystery items in a mystery pack, go to adamneve.com and use code CWC at checkout. So... I said last week that in result of that egg quiz that I wanted to do just weird ass shit every week. Um, And so BuzzFeed delivered today with uh, what type of water are you, which I am here for. I hope one of the answers is ice. I'm (laughs) against all of these if it's just like bottled water companies. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be like seltzer water or water vapor if i was a water steam i'm like you know when people mix vinegar and water to make a cleaning solution yeah that's i'm a mild vinegar in water cleaning solution i am like i'm a water with like one of those like flavored drops like put into it that has caffeine in it yeah that's what you are also i'm my cellar water oh my god I'm, i have i have micelles Coconut water. No, um, I mean, I do have a dry husk. <laughs> so maybe. Okay, anyway. Okay. What are you doing on a Friday night, which is tonight? Is there a recording of podcast? <laughs> uh, staying home where I am safe. 
Okay. I'm picking that. <laughs> Spending time with friends at the mall. Or I can't remember the last time I was at a mall. Ignoring all responsibilities. <laughs> okay. Usually, it's a tie between staying home where I am safe and spending time with friends. But I'm picking staying home. Uh, I'm going to stay staying home, too. Okay. Describe yourself in one word. I hope I wish Crisp was on here. <laughs> um, dirty, artificial, cool, or simple. Now, coming off of these descriptors, I feel like it is going to be like stagnant pool water. Yeah. It's like an option. Swamp water. A mosquito's like... house. <laughs> like, um, the bayou, you know? So, dirty, artificial, cool, or simple. Uh, it's like I'm a mix of all of these things right now because I am so tired. Yeah. Um, that's hard. As a Holy bleach shit. blonde, I feel like I should say artificial. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say simple because I don't think I'm cool. I am going to say artificial for the bleach. Okay. Choose a, oh, sorry. <laughs> choose a color. Black, blue, green, or red. Finally, they have green here. Jesus Christ. Who was it the other day? We were watching on YouTube, and they were like, I fucking hate the color green, and I actually ended my I career. lost myself. I was like, I'm unsubscribing. I'm just kidding. I just remembered it was James Charles. <laughs> but I think Nikki Tutorials also said it, too, because she did like a makeup look once. It was like all green. She's like, what, and I fucking what? Is hate like, this color. Is green just not a good color makeup? Please tell me. Maybe it's a hard eyeshadow to formulate. Whatever. I don't fucking know. I picked green. <laughs> Actually, pick? I feel like that's probably true because I've never had a green eyeshadow that's not a shimmer that was like good. Uh. Ah. Uh, uh, anyway, choose a place to eat. Wait, what'd you pick? What's your color? Green. You pick, okay. Duck. I just you didn't you didn't vocalize. Why would I go on a rant? You didn't vocalize, and I just want to make sure. Okay. Okay. Choose a place to eat for your birthday: the Cheesecake Factory, where's Zach? McDonald's, home. <laughs> Or P.F. Chang's. Out of all these options, I want to eat at home. Like, out of these, are you fucking kidding me, home? Uh, how much water do you drink in a day? Eight cups, one to five cups, five to ten cups, or it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. If you drink eight cups, it would fall into two of these categories. Um. Wait, holy shit, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, five to ten? I'm not going to commit to eight. I'm going to say that... While I wish I did drink the eight, it's probably one to five. You know, I like just where does LaCroix count in this? Yeah, I would love to know. Like, can I consider that water? Yeah, uh, that's that's can we get a fucking one. nutritionist on here? <laughs> Choose a profession janitor, teacher, royalty, or project manager. That, these are so random. <laughs> I love how royalty is on here as a job. Yeah, I guess it is. I'm going to go with project. Project manager, like, what's the project? I'm going with project manager. What's the project? Because that's kind of, like, what I'm doing right now, so. That's honestly, yeah, true. Yeah. I'm a teacher. Wait, or am I royalty? I would, I want to be a teacher, No, royalty has too many rules. You have to wear, like, certain color nail polishes and shit. Okay. (laughs) So, teacher? (laughs) Yeah. Choose a pop artist. Beyonce, Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande, or Selena Gomez. I feel like I know where you're going to go with just because of like what you've been listening to every day forever. Uh, yeah, I will. I'll do Ariana Grande. I'm going to go with Beyonce. How many languages do you know? Does gibberish count? <laughs> Zero? <laughs> what? Hey, for some babies. <laughs> <laughs> babies of the Coffee Rachel podcast listener base yeah Please zero answer. one two or three plus 
If gibberish counts, two. <laughs> Does Fine. gibberish not count? Say two. I'm going to go with one because obviously <laughs> I suck. Choose a junk food to give up. I Actually, I can speak to Squeezy, like, and he kind of, like, knows, like, in, like, oh mimicking his noises. We have so. to tell that story about his inner, his inner essence. Oh, yes. Okay, let's finish this quiz. And, and then, then we'll, we'll tell that. We have a story to tell before we go to questions. Um, Choose a junk food to give up. Ice cream, french fries, chips, pizza. Out to of give up. all of these, I would give up pizza because it's hard to fucking find good vegan pizza. And everything of, else, it's real easy. Out of all of these, I will give up chips. Are you on? In my home, I, <laughs> Kettle Brand, when they send me chips, uh, okay. you're not getting any more. That's tea. Are you. Uh, you. Uh, over pizza? <laughs> over pizza. We. Now, you guys have to know. Oh, we, we partake in a chip often yes so that's just like fucked up i am i'm i'm stunned i'm absolutely stunned (sighs) choose a drink other than water juice soda tea lemonade (laughs) where's Lacroix? (laughs) i guess it's technically water so confirmed we're drinking water so in that case i'm drinking 20 waters a day (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) shit um Um, out of these lemonade I'm going to pick tea. That's tea. Honestly? <laughs> Honestly, this is so accurate. This is pretty accurate. <laughs> what did you get? Tap water? Same. Oh. You may not be the cleanest, but you're trying your best. <laughs> That's true. Like, yeah, I, I honestly relate to this answer. Like, my scalp is kind of dirty because I can't wash my hair every day because I'm blonde. However, I'm trying my best. Yeah. I have a lot of dry shampoo. Um, okay, so before we get into the questions, let's tell a little bit of... We're adding to the squeezy lore. Yes. Okay. So if you will recall, many moons ago, many moon eyes ago, Squeezy almost died. And this was like when we first got him. This is pre-podcast. Pre... Like. This was you... If you were a follower of my YouTube channel, you would have seen this. Yes. So during all of that, he had a BX raid. And they noted that he has an enlarged heart. And I think we've talked about this before because we think it's ironic. His name is Squeezy and he has an enlarged heart and he's a little grumbly sometimes. And he's not somewhat, it's like the anti-Grinch. Yes, yeah. So it's interesting. And so that's just been a part of his lore. And so during the crap that had to go on this week, he got a x-ray because he had to be put under anesthesia so they wanted to x-ray him because we told him we're like well he has an enlarged heart and we didn't know if that like had any bearings on whether or not he could be anesthetized yes that's the word sick i'm a fucking nurse um (laughs) and so they and we had it in our head so we found out like that the vet that we used to go to back in lancaster was actually fucking god awful and um, Squeezy almost died because of wow they just didn't know what the fuck they were doing. It and like I'm not a vet or anything, so like do not be offended by this. But the thing that he had, he had like a lung infection. So when either of our cats get an infection, now we get a certain medicine, um, and it knocks it out immediately. And that was the last resort medicine that they gave Squeezy, and it took like months to get to that. And he almost died. We they told us that we should put him down, and then they gave him the medicine that our normal vet now here in Seattle gives like all the time if 
any infection is occurring. Yeah. Um, like Lila had like a like pink eye, or like when Squeezie's like nail went in his paw, and then like you know when Lila was going through like all of her shit like over the past like year and a half, like she got like a one little or two. skin infection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like. Anyway, all I'm saying is, like, he would have been fine, and it would have, like, been way less traumatic for him and us, yes. and it probably wouldn't have only been, and like, been, $50 instead yeah, of whatever it was. Yep. Um, so, anyway, long story short, I had it in my mind when he was getting this x-ray, and Chris even said it to me. He was like, what if he literally doesn't even have an enlarged heart, but they just, like, read the x-ray wrong, and that, like... He was, this, like, small at the time. Uh, yeah, at that time, he was, like, 10 months old, and he's still growing at that point. So maybe, like, maybe his heart was growing a little bit faster than the rest of his body. You know? I don't know. Yeah. So it turns out <laughs> that... So they call us after the x-ray, because this is, like, letting us know that, like, he can good, get anesthetized yeah. or whatever. And so they're like, yo, just letting you know, that enlarged heart thing, not true. Totally normal-sized heart. Um... Which makes me, like, low-key sad, even though, like, he, uh, he didn't have any heart problems or anything, but, like, it's just the idea that the lore is no longer yeah, yeah. a part of him. But instead of a large heart, what they saw, which they, they definitely read the x-ray wrong back in Lancaster, was that he has this thing that apparently lots of cats and dogs get, and it's just, like, a congenital birth defect or whatever. Yeah. And it's just, like, when a little thing happens like next to your heart where it meets like, the between, diaphragm yeah, in between your heart and your diaphragm there's like a border there there's something there as like a border in between the two and then like sometimes there's like a pocket that like kind of allows things to like go like back and forth across that like border and it like forms like a, a mass is what i'm going to say that sounds scary but it's not really like a mass it just means like there's like a thing there that's like not heart and yeah. not diaphragm diaphragm and it's like completely harmless and like most of the time they live their entire lives and you would never even know unless they got a random x-ray like this random x-ray yes and yeah. so they were like it's just always a happy surprise yep. and we're like okay and it's just in some cases like it can be actual like organ tissue that like slips into there which is not the case and that's the stuff that like could actually be possibly inhibiting a life like yes, in yeah. general but his is just a fat pocket and Squeezy, a slender boy who is like the most, he's like trim. He's got muscular literature. Musculature. They've said that he's like the most, he's got, what is the word that everyone on Twitter says? Like he's peak performance and he's also like, what is it? It's not like ideal shit. You know what I'm talking about. It's going to bother me. Yeah. Something with an O. If it comes to me, I will just say it. You'll just scream. But he's that. Like, he's absolutely... Oh, he's, like, a absolute unit. That's, <laughs> that's what he is. There's, like... He's, like, the most perfect cat yeah. in terms of body. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying all but of like, this. But, like, he's got that fat But he's pocket. got a hidden fat pocket, and I just love that. And now, to add to the story, he... That is where Squeezy hides his homing beacon to the mothership. Yes. So that way they can keep track of him at all times. It's within that fat it's pocket. It's his cloud. That's where his data is stored. Yes. So if you ever want <laughs> Also, he got a CAT scan during all this, and we got to look at Squeezy's brain. And I was super excited because I was like... And by the way, any, <laughs> this sounds like so fucking crazy. The thing that was going on with him was in his nose, by the way. Yeah. Um, so this is not... There was nothing going on in his brain. But, you know, you get a CAT scan, you see the whole thing. Um, <laughs> you, you said something to me when we left. You were like, I was, I was half expecting to see a whole bunch of question marks up there. 
like we got to see his brain like he confirmed he has one yeah and then you get to see like the eyes without like all of his fur and everything and they like just in proportion to his head and just i was just like holy shoots. shit his eyes are really fucking big and he was like yeah like the the guy showing us was like yeah like it is weird to like see that like in proportion i was like but they have to be bigger than like most cats come on because they yeah. looked fucking massive i love you squeezy he i feel like i know more and less about him like what else is lurking in the depths right now they're holding paws I know, it's very Squeezing cute. They're cold and they're like snuggling together. Yeah, it's very cute. I love them. Um, so anyway, let's get into some questions. Yeah, I love that. These are from patreon.com slash coffee with Rachel from the Bitches Who Help Sports Show. I would just love if these were all about like the inner workings of Squeezy. That would be fucking great. It's just so weird that we saw his mind. I know. <laughs> uh, this first question is from Mariah who said, this is for Rachel um, but if you have any thoughts about or having considered making polymer clay earrings. I have. This is something I've actually had a few requests to do. And my thing right now is it's something that I definitely want to do in the future. And it's not something that I'm currently working on because I'm trying to get other things started. But I do want to do it. My thing is I need to find a manufacturer that can give me a lot of earring backs that are of like... That are not nickel and crap. Like, that I won't want, irritate your ears. Because I have very sensitive ears. So I want any earring that I sell to have hardware that like even I can use. So I want like sterling silver. And like I'm good with gold fill. And like any kind of fill. Like there's like rose gold fill. Like I don't know. I guess it's like just because it's the coating that that doesn't bother me. Um, so I'm going to do like sterling silver. And I don't think I'm going to do like any like solid precious mm-hmm. metals because that would be so expensive because i know that they're already going to be like more pricey because it's like a polymer clay thing that i've sculpted you know what i mean like handmade um so i want to keep the costs down by doing like gold filled and sterling silver i don't want to do like surgical steel because i don't know even though like i've been okay with that in my nose i just don't know you know next question from taylor said how do y'all <laughs> are we still cowboys question mark i like how you like slurred that <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Have you watched Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? No. No. We have not. But one day, we probably will. Yes. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure eventually... It's like adult glee. There's. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> there's a time where we will run out of things that like we, we will, need to do. Yeah. And that will be the show that we put on as our fun show. And the last question comes from our emails that says, Hey, boys. So I am bisexual. I know I am. Women are fucking beautiful. I have been in a relationship with a man for six and a half years. We started dating when I was 16. It's crazy. I have made out with some of my girlfriends before. I had a threesome with my boyfriend and one of my girlfriends before. I told him I was really drunk. I wasn't sure what we were doing. And I literally loved it so much. I am, Amazing. <laughs> I am so scared to come out as bi because I feel like no one will take me, take me serious because of my relationship. I know my boyfriend and I will get married later in life. He also bought me one of Rachel's prints for Christmas, so he's definitely a keeper, right? Aww, that's <laughs> um, sweet. My friend in the, my best friend in the entire world is gay. All my friends, my family, they all love and accept him. I know my family and friends will accept me if I come out as bisexual. I'm so confused and I'm so scared to come out. Okay. So I guess like my thing is like how do you think your boyfriend's going to be about it? Um, you know. Like, if he seems like he's... I mean, you've been with him for fucking ever. Yeah. So, I would assume that Sounds he's Sounds like supportive. a super supportive bunch. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, in terms of like where I can relate to this, like I, okay, so how long were we dating when I came out? If I came out in, I was 22 and we started dating when I was 18. So, so. it's like four. Okay. So like kind of similar situation. Three, four, whatever. Um, yeah. And then I had only dated like one other guy at, before that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I was definitely worried that. I think like when you when you came out and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but like I'm trying to think like the most, which which le- level of coming out are we talking like? Because like I came full, out to you like from the no, get. No, yeah, I know. I'm I'm talking about like basically like from what I'm understanding, their concern is that like people aren't going to take it seriously because they're being in a relationship. Yeah, I feel that like, and you can tell me again if I'm wrong, but like personally, you didn't get that much besides your family. Like you didn't like. I would say the most stuff that you got in terms of like, but you're in a relationship, like came from like online. Well, yeah, but that yeah. was my that was my peer yeah, at the time. Yeah, because and I've I've learned now, and I know that that situation is different because it's like I came out to like my friends, and like this is like you're talking like I'm coming out to friends and family, and then I had this weird like online career that I also felt like I needed to address it there, and like technically these people are strangers, but they're also kind of like invested in my life, and I've since learned that like the opinions of my friends and chosen family are more important than that, so like that's different but at the time yeah those were my peers and i was fucking terrified that i wouldn't be taken seriously and like even people that don't know me personally like just people in general it's a big part of the biphobic community here where it's like you know people don't take people seriously as a bisexual if they're dating someone of seemingly a different gender or even or, they yeah. don't consider them if bisexual like, if they're dating someone of if you're seemingly dating the same gender. one single person like I feel like it doesn't get taken seriously because you're either <laughs> bisexuals you're, don't get taken seriously. You're, you're, that's T. You're gay or you're straight, and that's it. Like yeah. you know. So it was definitely a factor. I was. I remember I was very nervous to come out online because I felt like I had to like fucking explain it. I had to like pull receipts, and people asked for them too. They were like, "Well, what have you done with a woman? Or have you dated a woman? Or like, how many times have you like you hooked up with a woman? And all these things." And I'm like, "You really just Again, like a ton expect." Of shit the whole like that's just yeah, who's yeah. who no honey. a ton of shit also about like you know like how does chris feel about this being oh in a relationship my god with that you? was and the like, most annoying part yeah I mean, and like that would be something that you might get you know like how does your partner think about it like what like i remember that was what my family was saying they were like well what does chris think about this and i'm like do you really think that i first of all wouldn't have already told you like I mean, I know that you weren't the first the person The assumption to know. should be that, like, like how, like, this is how it went, like, for us and, like, how I feel like it would maybe go in your situation. You would tell your significant other first. Like, like technically, and, like, I had people in high school. Okay. So, like, my first experiences w- with women were in high school, and I knew that I was queer, like, pretty much my entire life, but I, like, pushed it aside until high school. Yes. In high school, my friends definitely knew I was not straight. I wasn't labeling myself as straight. I was labeling myself as fluid. I didn't have the language yet, blah, blah, blah. So, like, technically, it came out to them first. Yes. Then I met you. You pretty much knew because I was literally seeing a girl, like, at the same time as you in the very beginning. And it was just kind of, like, this known thing. I didn't really, like, have to come out to you. It was just, like, it, you knew. Yeah. Because you knew about that. 
But like once you had more like the solid idea that you identified as bi, you you're know? probably you and like my gay friends were like the first peeps to know. Like, and like I feel like at that situation you would be sussing out whether or not your partner was like cool with that or not and obviously like you know if they're like not cool with that that's like a whole other like big thing thing. that you need to think about where that stands with you and i'm not going to tell you how to feel but i know that like if chris had told me that he wasn't okay with it chris would no longer be in my life but that's a personal thing for you and i'm not saying that yeah but then also i'm not expecting that to happen totally no so then like when like then you start like branching out and coming out to like other people outside of that sphere it's like it's like you've already like done that it's who like it's the levels of importance of those people yeah it's like it doesn't like this is just like a thing for you and like i like it's not me like and like guess we're we're in a relationship together but we are also separate people you know what i mean like does my like so i know that like technically how do i explain this so like I don't know. If you're in, like, a fucking monogamous relationship, your sexuality should not impact the other person in that monogamous relationship. Even, it shouldn't even really affect a non-monogamous relationship, but at least there's a little bit more, of like, activity going on. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But, like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I do, I do understand. Sexuality is pertaining to the person that is... Does, finding their sexuality yeah. you know like, and i just i know how you feel because like i still feel that way because you know i don't tell people online like who i've seen at this point you know i'm almost i'm gonna turn 27 this month i haven't told like i don't tell people you know like who i've seen you know like every single thing or person i've had a thing with and sometimes i almost find myself like wanting to reference things because i'm like oh well people probably like don't think i'm like actually acting on my bisexuality but it's like me being alive is me being bisexual has nothing to do with any of that and also that just comes from like this like inner internalized biphobia where you feel like you're not queer enough just because like if if you're like uh you're straight and like you have not been in a relationship and you're like 27 say as an example does that mean you're not straight anymore like does no it, like, no one what does they that just mean? think that like, you're like trash yeah <laughs> you know, yeah like <laughs> not that i'm saying that you're trash because some people don't even want to be in a fucking relationship but i'm just saying that like people will not look at that person as like any less straight they're just like how come you suck at dating yeah you know? like, exactly like, you really care about your job more than your social life yeah like they get yeah. all those like when are you gonna settle down yeah <laughs> like you don't you don't get that but when you're when you're by it's just like oh my god like what are you doing like it's been it's been you, you know 10 up, months since you've like dated a girl what the fuck you like you're not your quota, buying anymore. Like, yeah. yeah like yeah what's the quota <laughs> and then also what happens if like you're also ace because like, well, I don't, okay, so I'm not personally asexual, but I know that like it can be in a spectrum. Like I have friends who identify as both bisexual and also asexual because bisexual is more of like the, they're talking about like the romantic side of it. And then like sexually, they're not interested in having sex or whatever it pertains because it's a spectrum yes. also with asexuality. Yes. I guess technically would it be like bi-romantic, but saying bisexual is kind of just like... Yeah, I yeah, guess. I don't know, fucking know. I, I there's yeah, there's I, words I, for I everything. Yeah. It's whatever you feel comfortable with calling yes, it, yes, you know? Yeah. So it's like in that regard too, it's like also... <laughs> I know we're getting off topic now, but it's also like, okay, so say you're like, you know, you're into like different genders or whatever, but then you're also like not 
you don't want to have like intimacy like where do you fall then are you like not doing anything right like that's so fucking stupid like it just doesn't all of it is so dumb can you imagine like giving a fuck about what other people are up to yes <laughs> like in that that goes to so many different things but especially like can you imagine caring about like hmm that, that person like they haven't dated a girl in a while this person's label that they have discovered like fits them and you know like, that everyone that labels themselves like not okay maybe not everyone there are probably people that are fucking this up for everybody but like okay most people that come to terms with a label for their sexuality, also gender, it's something they have agonized over. Like, yeah. it took me, like, two decades to come out to my family. Like, did you have, like, an aha moment where you're like, wow, that, like, really fits me. Like, you know, like... I, I don't know. Like, I just... I knew that I liked women and men, like, the whole time. <laughs> But I was like, I can't be, I didn't know that you could do that. (laughs) So I was just like, I can't be gay. I'm not allowed. So then I was just like, well, I still like boys. And I know that's, you know, clearly something I'm allowed to do. So then I was just really going in on that. Like my, my mom used to call me like boy crazy and shit. And so that was also a reason why they didn't believe me. And I was just like, I mean, yeah, I was boy crazy. I was also girl crazy. I was really denied. <laughs> I was just under the surface. You can't see it. Yeah, like, <laughs> and then, And then it was like in high school, you know, I was friends. Because that was before I knew anyone that was also queer. You know, there was like one token person that came out before everybody else in high yeah. school. Or in middle school, actually. And that person got so bullied. It scared everybody else. Exactly. And I was already getting bullied for a million other things. So I was like, I'm not fucking dealing with this shit. And I also wasn't comfortable yet. And then I was in high school and like half of my friends were gay. Half of them were pan. Some of them were bi. And I was just like, oh, so there is other shit going on. And then like the friends, especially the ones that were pan, like really made me realize. I was like, oh, like this is a thing and I can be fucking doing this. And then I was just like you know having flings with people and stuff in high school and some of them were women and i was like this is pretty sick like this is also what i'm about yeah and there were also men i was like this is also what i'm about cool and then i went to college and i was like oh i'm really chill with this now like other than knowing that it's going to be a shit show when i come out to my parents i'm good yeah and i was out to like everybody and then when i moved here because i didn't come out until we had been here for like a year not really. It wasn't a full year. It was like half a year. Because yeah. we moved in June. I came what, out in what February. What is fucking time anymore? Or yeah. January. Yeah. Wow. So like at that point, I, I my goal when we moved to Seattle was like, I will be out in Seattle to every single person that yeah. like it yeah. comes up to. You know what I mean? Like I will never like be closeted. You'll be your true self. Yeah. yeah. And that's been my experience so far. And I don't know, like obviously some people like, you know, did not jive with it. <laughs> And some people, like, surprisingly did, and it was pretty sweet. And the internet, I'm sure, like, half, you know, I know that, like, I remember one of the girls that, like, I had, like, a, you know, a big thing with in high school and everything. Like, I remember she was telling me that she was, like, reading crap about me online when I first came out. And she was like, I just want to tell them that this, like, has nothing to do with, like, I think there was, like, a rumor that, like, because I was friends with a bunch of lesbians in college. And that was what my family thought too. They were like, well, yeah. you're just friends with a bunch of lesbians in college and that's why you're changing. Like it predated them. Yeah. And she was like someone that I was seeing in high school and she was like, I just want to tell them that like this started like so much sooner. I was like, just let it fucking go. It's fine. Like 
y'all can believe whatever. I'm. It's, this is for me. You know, this isn't would for you, anyone else. Would you say that like now later on, are you having any more trouble with like people's believability of it because of or like having trouble grasping this because of like our long-standing relationship? Like I guess <laughs> it's just like. I, and I remember I had a friend that I, you know, I was friends with this one person in college who was a lesbian and I remember, you know, she was a femme lesbian and she said that she, you know, there's a, there's also a thing with like femme women that are queer that I can relate to as well, where you feel invisible because like people don't look at you and think that you're queer, which is so stupid because queer looks so different on everyone. The so like shut the sensationalized up. media right. idea of being queer right. is like so one image. It's like I remember she would tell me about that and she would be like, That's why like when I met you and like when I meet new people, like I assert the fact that I'm a lesbian right away because unless unless you're in an unsafe situation. Yes. That's yeah, a yeah, different yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. Um because like she wants to be seen so that people fucking know. And like, that's something that I felt like I've almost had to do because not only am I femme, but I'm also dating a man. And so I find myself when I'm meeting new people, if they don't already know because they're like following me on Twitter yeah. or like whatever. Again, like really unique circumstance on our end just because like the whole internet following like puts a new twist on it. Like A new twist on it all. Yeah. But when I meet people that have no fucking idea about my internet crap, you know, I will say like, if it if it's natural to come up in a conversation, like if we're talking about like people we've dated or like I'll just casually mention that like, oh yeah, I was just like seeing this girl, you know, and then it's just like it's there. And it's something that like and I do find myself feeling like I have to do that because otherwise no one will everyone will just assume you're straight and like yeah. I don't like being assumed something I'm not, and that applies to a lot of different things. No one likes that. No one yeah. likes to be assumed that they're something that they're not. And exactly. so I know this is like totally long-winded and off-topic, but I think that like I think if the worry is that like oh I've been in this relationship with this dude for a really long time, so like no one's gonna take me coming out now as a thing. There's gonna be people that are gonna fall into that category, and those people are fucking close-minded. And it all, honestly, this is more for you. Like if you just feel like it's about time people fucking knew that this was a facet of you, then fucking and you feel comfortable doing it, then yep. fuck it. But also, I don't blame you if it takes a while to agonize over that because that was me. Yeah, exactly. Sounds like, though, you do have a pretty solid uh, basis of family and friends. Like, does and your partner. gay friend know? You know? Because yeah. those were the people I came out to first were like all my yep. gays. Because, like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't Best know. Best of luck to you. Um, Keep uh, us updated, honestly. Yeah. We'd love to But find I hope out everything more. goes well. And if anything, like, I see you. Yeah. We see we, you. We see you. Yeah. You're totally valid. So that's two people on your side. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I think with that, uh, we should wrap up. We should up. hang up. <laughs> yeah, we should hang up. Well, that was really great. You know, let's catch up next week, you know. All right, bitches, <laughs> stay tuned. And the rest of y'all, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. All right, so this week's bench list has nothing to do with anything that we talked about, but this is what national park in the U.S. you are. In the U.S. only? Yeah, this is just U.S. I don't do other countries have national park systems they have to i mean Actually, I, don't I don't know, know. i don't know that's like a really like i'm assuming that's like one of the things people talk about that's like really cool about america that we have a national park system that's trump's trump's trying to destroy chumps uh, chumps yeah he's a fucking chump yeah. anyway let's fucking get into it 
Uh, we got Courtney, who is Congaree National Park. Sarah Booth is Big Ben National Park. M. Corbeil is Carlsbad Caverns. Angelica Feliz is American Samoa. Sarah and Paul are Saguaro National Park. Allie Chandler is Channel Islands. Jess Monagle is Mount Rainier. We love that. Julie Shermer is Shenandoah National Park. Amy Fowler is Gates of the Arctic National Park. <laughs> I'd love to go there. Also, I thought this next one said Dry Tongues. <laughs> I was like, honestly, means Me, I'm kind of thirsty. Yes. Taylor Sutton is Dry Tortugas. 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 I'm so sorry. National yeah. Park. <laughs> Amy Ray Felix is Arches National Park. Ioana Tartaglini is Theodore Rosenvelt. Rosenvelt. <laughs> Holy fuck. Lauren Niaz is North Cascades National Park. Kim Vandersloos is Kenai Fords National Park. Hannah Patelis is Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. Kimberly Proza is Kobuk Valley National Park. Teague Phillips is Grand Teton. 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 Whatever. That one I knew. National Park. I'm going to fuck up a lot of these. Brooke yeah. Renee. It tells us we need to travel a little bit. Yes. Brooke Renee is Rocky Mountain. Savannah Poissier is Petrified Forest. I bet I would love that. Honestly. I love it for the name. Chantel Piat is Canyon Lands. Grandma is Great Basin. Sophie Jaramillo is Joshua Tree National Park. Rip. That's went through a lot I'm of I'm sure shit. it's okay now. Maybe. I don't know. Chelsea Grundy is Great Sand Dunes National Park and Preserve. Stephanie Lee is Lake Clark National Park. Michelle Cox is Capitol Reef. Rebecca Mack is Mesa Verde National Park. Leslie Wright is Wrangell St. Elias National Park. Gwen Stowe is Sequoia National Park. Kat Schultz is Grand Canyon. Jason Gonzalez is Great Smoky Mountains. Jess Adams is Arcadia National Park. Daisy Blossom Dottie is Denali National Park and Preserve. Wow, I love Twilight. <laughs> Sony Vazbrun is Bryce Canyon National Park. Juanita Cara is Kings Canyon. Liz Holbrook is Hot Springs National Park. Chloe Ireland is Isle Royale. Caitlin Whalen is Wind Cave. Vlynn is the Virgin Islands National Park. Mackenzie Knight is Mammoth Cave National Park. And Rachel Evans is Redwood National Park. We got a lot of caves. I would do caves. I know I... Yeah. It depends. The other benches are... Ooh, what's a national park that I didn't... <laughs> is Niagara Falls a national park? I think it is. I don't know. We're going to go with it. <laughs> I haven't been there. We've got Kalia Pollock. What is Kat? Alexa. Stephanie H. Ishbel Mendez. Allie Malone. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. We hope you get to see all of these parks. And if you're outside yes. the U.S., come on over. We've got a lot to share. <laughs> I guess. Uh... I hope they're not filled with garbage anymore. Yes. All right. We will see you guys next week. Bye.